Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness. It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more. Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Good morning. Today we'll be looking at and thinking about and talking about the health of the younger people in our population. We've got many of them. Are they Gen Z, Gen X, Millennials or Gen Alpha? We'll be working it out and thinking and focusing on how to keep them more healthy this year. Thank you, Dr. Talabi and Dr. Maimuna for coming on this program. We're talking about the youngest citizens. We're talking about the majority of our population. We've been told that 70% of the population of Nigeria is below 30. We're told that, you know, 40-something is below 25. We have a lot of, a lot, a lot of young people. But one of the things is quite clear, and that is we are not really addressing their health issues. And as this program is one, you know, a primary preventive program, and we want to talk about how to keep people healthy, and what do people need? The first thing is to define who is who. So when we talk about that age group, are we talking about Gen X? Are we talking about Gen Z? Are we talking about millennials? How do we work it out? Dr. Maimuna, do you have any thoughts on this? Who's a millennial? Who's a Gen X? I understand I'm a Gen X. <laughs> what are you? Dr. Pamela, you are a Gen X. Um, thank you very much once again. It's always a pleasure being on the show, enlightening Nigerians and everybody out there. And then today we're talking about, you know, there's a younger generation, Gen Z and Alpha generation. But of course, it's good for us to also know the different generations. So we have, I think they say the greatest generation is those between the, born between 1901 to 1927. And then the silent generations are generation are those born between 1928 to 1945. The baby boomer generation are the ones born between 1946 to 1964 and i don't think anybody is right yet so this is where everybody on this program belong to from generation x even though dr pamela is our very senior born, she's part of us she was born <laughs> the people between generation x and people in born between 1965 to 1980 and of course our millennials these are the people we call the therapy generation when it comes to mental health that we born between 1981 to 1996. And uh, most um, Generation X are mostly more of Generation uh, millennial mommies and daddies, and of course, Generation um, Gen Z. So the Gen Zers are the born between 1996 to 2012. Now, the Alpha Generation, these are the movers and shakers. These are these ones that just came in and said, look, Clear Road, we know they agree for anybody. There are people born between 2013 to 2025. So this is a breakdown of a different generation. Now you know, where do you That's belong? <laughs> okay, everybody, I think here can fit themselves into one category or another. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Dr. Talabi, thank you so much for coming on this program, particularly at this short wow. notice. And we're talking about the younger generation. So from that classification, I think we're looking at Gen Z's and the generation alpha mostly 
So, would you, um, can you tell us, you know, these are young people and we have a lot of young people in our, you know, in our world here in Nigeria, but they don't come into the hospitals. They don't think they're ill. In fact, they think they're invincible. So, what are the kinds of conditions that they have? Because a lot of people listening to this for maybe millennials and above, but we are concerned about the young people because we need to keep them healthy. So, can you tell us some of the things that they have? Some of the things that they should be looking out for? Okay. So, the truth is that the um, majority of the time, this um, I put them as adolescents between the age of 14 to 20. In accordance with what the WHO defines as adolescents. And then you bring out these young adults from 20 upwards. But the truth is that most of them are in the growth, the growing phase. So they're all growing. So really and truly, are they stable? Are they okay? Most of them are. Because at the end of it all, they're all growing. But there are still some risk factors that we would need them to see the doctors about. Risk factors like obesity because they are in front of the computer 24-7. They are not having any kind of movement at all. Let's not forget that we're dealing with, um, with youngsters that are actually in front of the computer. They're the digital age now. That's the fourth revolution technology. It's, it's the way forward. So most of them are not like the way we used to be, that we're outside playing football on the streets, but we were always catching one gym or the other, playing in the mud. These kids are 24-7 in the house, they are not seeing the sun, they are in front of their computers. So some of them, you have it that their eyesight's become a little bit deficient because since they are glued to the screen 24-7, you see that there's an increase of use of glasses in some of, in some of these kids. Also, you would find that some of them are vitamin D deficient because none of them are receiving the sun and they're just glued to the, to the, to the technology set itself. So we have to be more preventive. We have to do into prevention of these pathologies. And let's don't forget that it is a critical state. Why do I say critical? Because it's between the age of puberty and the age in which they are they, they, they come into the, being young adults. So for instance, you find that there are different changes that happen to these kids. Right, you find that some of them are start, start growing mustaches and they don't understand why they're growing a beard. Some are having breasts and the girls don't understand why they're having a breast. Some of them are having lots of confusions going on in their heads. I call them the the time where they are, they, they try to 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 want to get close to a group and they're not sure they, they should be close to the group or not. Some of them tend to want to to join a certain area or decide for a certain area of lifestyle they want to leave and some say they don't. So it's quite tasking for the parents at this age. The age of 14 to 20 is a very tasking age for parents, more than for the kids themselves. But the parents also have to understand the kids. Some of them also have growth issues. And why do I say growth issues? Scoliosis, for instance, the ones that, that, that tend to be tall have a slight deviation of their vertebral column and they don't understand why they're having the aches and pains at the back of at their back or in front of their chest. And they always complain, I'm having a back ache, I'm having a chest ache. And they're like, why is it I'm always having that? It's because the curvature of the vertebral column is not the way it's meant to be. And it's mostly going to be growth induced. Some of them would easily have um, viral infections, you know, the cutters, the coughs, the diarrheas, because don't forget that they're trying to be independent. So it's very hard for you to tell them what, what they're going to eat. 
So this time, this, this time around, before the age of 14, you could tell a child, this is your timetable and this is what you're eating. After the age of 14, I'm like, I want to eat what I want to eat. And it's quite tasking for the parents to be able to convince them to have more than more veggies than just have fast foods. Is it the pizzas? Is it the burgers? Is it the sausage rolls? That's what they're in, they inclined to eat in. Things are quick, fast. So it's more or less trying to prevent it from before they are 14, before they reach the age, and having this conversation with them, help promotion and things like that. Let's don't forget also, one of the things is sanitarism, that most of them sit in the seat and they don't, that there's no activity. They have the possibility of having high blood pressure, they have the possibility of having muscle, of being obese, and that also will lead to high cholesterol levels because of the fast food they're eating. So we have to work around these things so that the kids would be able to function properly when they are young adults. So I think also if you can talk a bit about what you, when they're young adults, because I think that's also important. I think that, you know, you've mentioned hypertension, you've mentioned hypercholesterolemia, but along with obesity comes the metabolic syndrome and the diabetes as well. Things that were not a problem in our time. These were not issues, really, when we were young because we were so active. And I think that's something that's very important. You talk about mental health issues. I'm going to be talking to Dr. Maimuna about that um, as well. But it was very interesting on the show, not you know, some some years back. I had this young boy who was diagnosed as hypertensive at age 18. You know, he just had an accident while playing. At least he was out there playing on the field. But how about those that are not? They're just sitting down um, and 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 accumulating a whole lot of issues. So any any anything changes when they're 20, 20 and above that we should oh, be oh, there concerned is, about? Oh, there is. The, the issues that we should be concerned about when they are 20 and above, you know what it is? You won't believe by sexually transmitted diseases. And why is mm. that? Because they are more sexually inclined. Now, they, we don't have the conversation with them before that age. And you find that most of them start doing things that they are not meant to. So the guys are having more than one girlfriend. They don't use protection. They don't know what protection is all about because we take sex as one taboo. So most of the time, the kids don't understand that you must use protection, the importance of using protection. So you find that the kids are having pathologies that they shouldn't have, that, that are easily preventable, right? That is one. Second is the abuse of, um, of cigarettes, of smoking. So smoking is something that you find in young adults. And you're like, why are they always smoking? Because it's peer pressure, because they've seen a friend of them smoke, because they feel there's nothing wrong in smoking, before they think everything seems fine. But it's, they start having all this persistent cough and they start having damage to their lungs because they've decided to have the habit of smoking. Another thing is alcohol intake. You'll find that one of the most prevalent things that happens to young adults is accidents. And mostly accidents with the cars, accidents with the bikes. And why is that? Because most of them, they're always on the run. They, they're having fun, they're drinking whiskey, drinking brandy, drinking beers, drinking rum. And we need to have that conversation with them that alcohol intake also has to be in in what's how do you call it in moderation doesn't moderation. always have to, you, don't, you don't you don't have to always take it not because a friend of yours has said let's go so you find that where do you think cocktails came from so the cocktails was not just cocktails in the bar cocktails are the kids were going to sit in a, in a small room mix um what's the name um, Ribena and some alcohol in there and the mothers and fathers think they're drinking Ribena while they're taking a cocktail. 
<laughs> because they had alcohol in there. So those are the conversations we should be having with the kids, right? Yes, the communicable diseases and the non-communicable diseases. What are the communicable diseases? The ones you can get through respiration, the ones you can just get through sexual intercourse, and the non-communicable ones are the ones like diabetes, the the asthma, the high blood pressure, the hypercholesterol, the metabolic syndrome. All those ones also come in effect, but you find that they from the age I, I remember a patient came to me 21 years old and of course um, BMI of more than 35 was obese but the guy was a gamer a gamer meant he was always on his always on his computer and playing games and making money he was actually making money from playing the games i must i must say so the young man was making his money but his life wasn't well so he was diabetic he was hypertensive his cholesterol levels were mm off the roof because it was always eating pizza drinking coke you know things that you wouldn't want them to eat but were fast food they loved it it was good for them it was bad for them actually they they, they enjoyed taking it right so we had to sit him down we had to give him a lot of um psychoanalysis then tell him the, what this is right diet same with the nutritionist and that way he was able to lose some weight we're still in the process of him losing weight but it's work in progress mm. Thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Wow, I think, you know, really net need to get into this. So Dr. Maimuna, we we we've been talking about the generation of neglect. I think um yeah. Dr. Talabi was talking about that, you know, about how our, our children seem to, to be doing things or as it well far more than we ever did them and with each successive generation it's getting worse and worse you know and instead of you know drinking you know the occasional whiskey or whatever now they're drinking all sorts of things taking all sorts of drugs taking also having all sorts of cigarettes vaping shisha whatever you know you don't even know what they're doing um adding to this complex problem of weight or Of, of inactivity I and mean, when you talk about all the risk factors that you you know we keep talking about as adults and saying oh let's try and avoid this let's try and avoid that it seems that they're carrying all the risk factors at an even earlier age so what kind yeah. of prognosis do they have for their lives if they don't correct it and what about the neglect of the parents what about the you know the influence of social media how is all of this adding to what we know is an epidemic of of mental health issues dr maimuna Great question and great analogy. Um I like the fact Dr. Talabi talked about um um face of neglect. I call it the busy parent syndrome. Um quite a number of us are so busy trying to make ends meet and then parentifying our children, especially the firstborn. And firstborn tend to take upon the role of a, a mom and dad and taking care of the younger ones so you see them they have to grow up very fast and all that millennials and gen z's we have to understand they are the therapy generation there's there's a good thing that comes with them they are changing the narrative when it comes to mental health but in as much as they are doing that they, they are facing a whole lot just in 2021 unicef brought out a research and says one in six nigerian young person is currently depressed no would be depressed is currently depressed and we all know what happened during covid-19 the lockdown the all the isolation and all that um my practice had less than 5% of young persons for 
no consultation. Right now, we have 25%. And when I learned that we're having this discussion, I, I told my team to pull out um, just December, not January to December 2023, just the month of December. Let us know the number of young persons we saw between the ages of 14 to 20. We saw 28 patients. And out of the 28, 22 are new patients. And they all fall between the ages of 14 to 20. And these are Gen Z. Oh. And we can't take away the fact that these are young persons who we are saying are the future generation. We are trying to build a society that will, will be amenable to them, that they'll be comfortable in. But we are failing to understand that it's not about the society, it's about the children. We have to build the future leaders that will be able to take over from us our legacy and be able to thrive, not only survive, thrive, and flourish. There are so many areas of mental issues when it comes to degenesiness, starting from as common as what we call anxiety disorders. This is so common from the pressure they get from academic, you know, pressure from parents. I paid your school fees. I'm paying in dollars. You have a roof over your head. You have clothes. Mm. You have your room to yourself. All those academic pressure just to make sure that we are keeping up. And Dr. Pamela and Dr. Talabi, we, we all understand the current trend. There's hardly any school that says you, you are the first out of 30 people. They are giving us percentage. You score nobody repeats anymore. So you find out that children are, they are in school, they, you, you already know academically they are not doing, but they, are, they just keep promoting them. And you know, with self-esteem issues, self-confidence, self-worth issues, some of them just have to find ways to get out of that state. So from anxiety disorders that come from social media, body image issues, and all that, you find some of them also getting depressed. Anxiety and depression is like five and six. Anxiety and depression is like hypertension and diabetes. Anxiety and depression, they are so interwined and interwoven that a lot of times, if you are not an expert, you may even miss it. So depression is the second highest, you know, um, mental-related issue when it comes to Gen Zers. And of course, from cyberbullying to social isolation and all the issues from predisposing factors. Some of them are dealing with family history. You know, maybe mom is depressed and moms are the natural nurturers, bearers and rearers. A mother who is depressed that doesn't know what happiness is, how is she going to nurture children? They don't, she doesn't know what happiness is. A mother who is in a domestic violent relationship, how is she going to be able to take care of her children? You know, so those are some of the things that we have that transferable. And when you look at the Gen Zs, they do not have where they really belong health-wise. Let me give you, let me just explain this to you. When you are baby, you no know, less than 10 years, so you are taking them to the pediatrician. When you are an adult, you are going to the family physician. This they need adolescent hospitals, adolescent friendly centers, which we do not really have. So adolescent health for these children is highly in a way absent, where they can actually be taught about their sexual health, their you know, mental health, their, their eating habits, how to eat food, but that is a missing link. We have to make sure that that is also, I'm already going to solution, but let me just finish up with the mental health issue. So from anxiety disorders to depression, to stress and burnout, stress and burnout from parentification, stress and burnout from all the rapidly changing things. We all understand from, just look at Meta as a, as a company, from Facebook to WhatsApp to trends, you know, there's so many, so many things are rapidly facing them and, it's like they're in a fast and furious world. 
They have to just keep up with everything that is happening. They keep up with so many things. They have to show up here. And they have the issue of FOMO, fear of missing out. Because they feel that if they do not show up in certain places, they are going to miss out on certain things. They don't believe that if, if they don't come up, people will not look at them. For us, we can say, I'm not going for that wedding. I'm not showing up. They say, no, me, I have to show. So the issue of this anxiety and depression, stress and burnout, of course, loneliness and isolation. We're not talking about loneliness because they don't have people around them. With people around them, they feel lonely. They don't feel heard, seen, and empowered. Because some of us, as our the parents in Gen X and Gen Y generation, we are telling them, what do they know about mental? What do they know about therapy? What do they know about, you know, X, Y, Z? We are telling them what they already know. We are not listening non-judgmentally to them. We are shutting them down. We are not allowing them to talk because we have been talked to that when an adult is talking to us, you shouldn't look at them eyeball to eyeball. And these children are not that they will look at you confidently, boldly, very assertive, and then we are shutting them. So they are lonely, they feel isolated, they don't feel heard. And of course, eating disorders. This is a generation that want to look end. This is a generation that want to always look on point. This is a generation that want to look half six packs as boys and figure eight as girls. They are not concerned about all the slaps and everything. So eating disorder is also very common among them, especially anorexia nervosa, not necessarily bulimia. Then of course, the big issue is almost an epidemic, substance abuse. It is so bad that we find that children are taking substances that do not even have a name. That they are doing a lot of combinations. There's what they call drug party. We had several emergencies in December and one of them was about drug party. What was it all about? Children are coming to for a party in your own home, under your own roof, coming with anti-hypertensive medication, anti-diabetic um, um, antibiotics everything and what they do they bring a container they throw in all the tablets they brought from our own home and so when wow. you say the truth and dear you any tablet your hand touches is the one you will take for god's sake you are not a person you are taking am am not the thing it's a disaster waiting to happen call. we it's are terrible. in that house but you don't know what the children are doing and of course, from substance abuse, let's go to technological addiction, internet addiction. Children are playing Roblox. Children are playing a, a PlayStation 5. They are connecting with people in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and everywhere in the world. They are, they are being told certain things that we are so backward. That is why we are African parents. And there's, there's so much that you find that that papa tunnel syndrome, back pain, leg pain. You see a child that shouldn't be having pains. It's having severe because it's constantly on their PlayStation and talking and all that. And of course, suicidal addiction that normally comes with this depression. Because oftentimes when they talk about they are depressed, they are depressed and depressed and not listening, it can be, we can move from mild moderate to the severe from which they start thinking the world is coming to an end. They are seeing strange, they are hearing voices, seeing strange things. So those, these are just a few of the most common mental challenges that Gen Zs are facing. And it's high time with parents sit up, listen, pay attention, listen not judgmentally, and connect and have these conversations with them. Wow. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> this has been <laughs> very, very serious. And you won't believe time is actually up for this program. We've actually gone over time. Wow. But I couldn't stop wow. you because it is just too important. Yeah. We'll have to have a second, a part two to this. I support that. Because yeah. we, the time is up. 
and we have to just go, but we have to talk about something. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, th- Michael, I think the, the kids should any not last lose. words just they, to wrap they sh- up. They should not lose hope that there is hope yeah. in the horizon, and that um, we as parents will get things done properly so that they can live a better life. That's our job. That's why we are here. Okay. Thank you very much. Doctors on air with Dr. Pamela.